Attention students, before buying your books from school at full price and before next semester, check out springerpub.com and use my promo code NURSEAMANDA, no space, to get 25% off your purchase. If you're in the healthcare field or a student in the healthcare field, then you need to know about Springer Publishing. Go to springerpub.com to find books, ebooks, journals, and resources to take your next exam. Use my promo code NURSEAMANDA with no space to get 25% off already low price items. Springer Publishing is partners with Nurses Get Certified, which is nursesgetcertified.com. Nurses Get Certified is the best place to find resources and study tools to pass your next big exam. Um, just to name a few, they have courses for counseling, nursing, um, advanced practice nursing, specialty kind of nursing, um, neurology, medicine, oncology, um, psychology, and social work. I just passed my trauma certification with the help of an app I got from Nurses Get Certified. So again, use my code NurseAmanda, no space, at springerpub.com and at nursesgetcertified.com to get 25% off your next purchase. Hey guys, welcome back to the Nursing School Struggle Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have at Debt Free Weirdos here to talk to us about money, budgeting, and paying off debt. So I've been really looking forward to this episode. Um, Chelsea, I've reached out to her months ago and she ended up having like a, a broken leg. So we postponed it and I really wanted to do it with her. Um, she's a nurse, so she understands um, like what our income is and just like what our life choices have been um, day-to-day working long shifts having a family etc etc um, I found that when I first became a nurse about five years ago I was so excited to be making you know good money um, I was so excited to finally be able to not live paycheck to paycheck um, so the first thing I did was go out and buy a brand new car right off the lot um, in my head, I was telling myself, I need a safe, reliable vehicle that I can commute an hour to work. Um, I live in Maine, so we have really tough winters sometimes, um, which is true. I needed a safe vehicle, but I didn't think smart about it. Um, so now five years later, I'm looking at my debt with my husband and it's really overwhelming. I don't know how we're going to attack it. Um, Chelsea has some great advice um we've been listening to a lot about dave ramsey and um, i work with a provider who's doing the the debt snowball and it's funny how you know people you know nurses make a certain amount of income doctors make a certain amount of income we're still all in debt it still affects us the same way um her debt's probably way bigger than my debt because uh her student loans but um it's inspiring to see somebody attacking their debt being ambitious with their decision making working as a team um so basically i really wanted to do this episode for new grads or anybody who's in debt who's getting really overwhelmed with paying off all these bills i have to work an extra shift this week just so i can make my credit card payment um we shouldn't be relying on working all these extra hours just so we can scrape by um so today at Debt Free Weirdos, we have Chelsea. 
her and her husband have paid over $105,000 in debt. Um, can you imagine $105,000? I think she said, you'll, she'll, you'll, she'll say in this episode, um, I think it's like been two years, $105,000 debt. They're a family. Um, so she's super inspiring. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Maybe you guys will relook at your financial situation and become ambitious and start paying off that debt. Um, cause I feel like the best thing will be once getting a paycheck and having to pay just a mortgage and eventually just owning that paycheck and just making my money work for me. So here's our episode. I really hope you enjoy it. So Chelsea, can you start us, you're a nurse. Can you tell us like what your background is in nursing? Is this when the debt kind of started piling on? Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm so excited to talk about like my two favorite things, nursing and now finances. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have been an RN for eight years and almost my entire nursing background has been in rehab nursing. Um, I also did a little bit of like wellness screening and health coaching for a little bit here and there. Um, but I work in an acute care rehab hospital um, that we have specialties in like brain injury, stroke, spinal cord, and ortho transplant recovery. Um, so nursing really works closely with OT, PT, and speech, you know, with that common goal of like preparing patients for the next step, you know, whether it be for them to return home or to an extended care facility. But I would say as far as our, you know, debt started out, it really, the majority of our debt, um, is overwhelmingly student loans um, for myself, but also for my husband, who is an occupational therapist. Right. And he has his master's degree um, in occupational therapy. So that is kind of the majority um, of our of our debt. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so yeah, master's, that's a lot of schooling, especially for occupational therapy. Yeah, he, um, I mean, the thing that, for us really is that we, I, I kind of felt like for our student loans, we kind of didn't, um, we took out enough for school, but then we also took out even more to live on. And then something I'll talk about a little bit later um, when I talk about like some things I wish we would have kind of done differently. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you just, you know, we got out of high school and we both were so interested in being in healthcare and I think we just didn't think through our decisions about taking out student loans and that's definitely something that we came to regret once we had graduated. Right. It doesn't seem real when you're taking it out and then like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I can pay this off. And then it actually hits you and like, wow, this is a really expensive payment every month. It really does because, you know, life happens and I think we, kind of got into that mentality thinking that as long as we can make the minimum payments that we'd be doing okay. And we had intentions to kind of hit it harder, but then, you know, life happens, you move, you have kids, maybe you get married. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. And it just kind of got away from us. And we unfortunately came to find out that paying that minimum payment, like did not help us whatsoever with our principal balance. Right. Right. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, so when, what motivated you? When did you start to be like, we need to change our lifestyle? We need to do something about this? 
the minimum payment is not going to be something that we want to do for the rest of our lives. Yeah, well, we actually, it was about 10 years later, and we've been kind of, you know, able to make our minimum payments on all this stuff, and kind of fast forward, we have three little kids, and we found ourselves kind of being in like a financial denial, like we, we were, we thought we were doing okay, but we would never be able to get ahead, like if we continued on the road that we were on. So, I mean, not only did we have our student loans, but we also had debt for two cars, a little bit of medical bills, and five credit cards. Um, but our student loans, after paying on them for over 10 years, were still 187000 um, And then for our cars, we had about 26000 And in credit cards, we had 30000 And we didn't even really realize how much debt we had. It's not like we were necessarily living like some kind of lavish lifestyle and it's even hard to say it out loud because you know I just you know it's it's just a tough pill to swallow when you realize you know the mistakes that you've made and we kind of had come to us like a sick and tired moment as Dave Ramsey followers or listeners might be familiar with that and we just kind of realized that we needed to make a change and we weren't going to get ahead. And it was kind of after we had our third baby, I was up in the middle of the night actually breastfeeding and I had just been scrolling through my Facebook and uh, a friend that I went to high school with had posted something about Dave Ramsey. I had never heard of him. And so I just started researching his teachings and his YouTube channel and read one of his books and kind of got my husband on board. And I think we just both knew that we had to do this and we just never really looked back. So, um, that was in September of 2017. So we started about two years and four months ago. Wow. That's impressive. So over 105,000 paid in two years. Yep. And we have 139,000 left. Good for you. So are you thinking that's going to be another two years or it's a snowball, right? So it should get, does it get less than Exactly. So we're thinking that we're going to be doing it definitely less than two years. And the reason why is because, you know, your snowball grows, it can grow actively and passively. And so the debt snowball is basically, you know, there's two kind of methods to pay off debt. And one of them is a debt snowball and the other is the debt avalanche. And we kind of use both. So the debt snowball is basically when you list your debt, smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rate, and you just start attacking the smallest debt. So if you have medical debt of, you know, $1,500, even if that has a 0% interest rate, you're just going to pay that one off first and then take that minimum payment that you were paying and apply that to debt number two on your list. And then debt number three and the avalanche method, rather it goes by interest rate. So if you had, you know, a car loan that was $12,000, you know, that had a higher interest rate, you would pay off that $12,000 before you did that $1,500 medical bill that had a 0% interest rate in my last example. Mm -hmm. So we kind of go back and forth, but we preferred doing the snowball method just because mentally it gives us that quick win. I was going to say, you see, you see things coming off. Exactly getting lower it's actually out of the window yeah I that's a good way I kind of just started I haven't read anything 
Um, what book did you read or would recommend for people to look into? Yeah, so Dave Ramsey, I think I'll, I'll always be a huge fan just because he was our initial motivating force. And I still, to this day, love to hop on his podcast and watch the debt-free screams on YouTube. If you're not familiar or you know you have debt and you're just kind of paying the minimum payments and you need something to get you fired up or just to learn, I would recommend reading his book called The Total Money Makeover, or um, you can grab it on audio as well. It's really, it lays out his plan, which is outlined like the seven baby steps. Mm -hmm. um, and it seriously works. It's a great book. Um, he also has a free podcast that, you know, you can definitely listen to. He takes callers from, calls from people that are definitely in your same situation. You'll find somebody that you can really relate to. Um, and just kind of helps them walk it through it. And then he also has a YouTube channel. So that's where I would start. Um, yeah. Just kind of learning how to make a budget because I feel like that's a concept that I never grasped until just two years ago. I think I thought that I kind of knew how to do a budget, but until you're actually doing like a zero based budget, then I felt like I actually kind of gained more control and, um, his app, like every dollar, we definitely use that for a while. We do things a little bit differently now, but um, that was how we started out. And you know, it, it just really laid it out more clearly and was really beneficial. Yeah, I think that will be helpful because I know uh, me and my husband are just starting. We just like wrote down all our debt and like our, our, our all our bills every month and our income. And I was missing like the little things like the $5, you know, Apple bill mm -hmm. or Netflix. And my husband's like, you need to put everything on there. I'm like, yeah, but it's only, it's only 1199. Like it's not that big a deal. It's, it's right. <laughs> or whatever. And this summer we were like overdrafting because of these little bills that were coming out that I didn't, didn't think were important, you know? Yes, so exactly. He was right at that point. He's not right often, but <laughs> right one there, thing so. Yes, because we kind of dealt with that even when we first started budgeting too, because it was a little bit like too tight. And if it's too restrictive, we felt just in our situation that it was too hard to keep it up, like keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So we actually each have our own spending money. Um, you know, we have three kids, so we've really tried to find ways to have fun and everything more frugally. Right. But we also keep a little bit of a, a buffer in our checking account. Um, just in case there becomes a situation where, you know, you need, you know, you're off by a little bit, like something like that, like an automatic debit would come out for Netflix or something, or you need $50 for something and you're not having to dip into your emergency fund just for that. So we always keep a buffer. Um, just knowing that we're in control and we're not going to be spending that buffer on online shopping or something, you know, it's really just there um, just for that exact reason to prevent like an overdraft which we were in that situation the first six months that we tried budgeting it was very complicated and a little stressful because not only were we learning how to budget but we were also having a complete like lifestyle change I mean we went from spending uh, like over a thousand dollars a month on food like eating out and groceries to like 500 to 600 and just you know, there's, there's basically, it's really simple. If you just think of, 
you know, to pay off debt, you need to free up some money in your monthly budget to be able to throw at that lowest debt that you're attacking. And so the two ways to do that are to decrease your expenses and also increase your income. And I feel like as nurses, you know, we have an amazing opportunity in our career to increase your income. And for me, I kind of struggled because, you know, with three kids, it's like, I didn't want to miss out on anything. I didn't want to miss out on extra bedtimes. I didn't want to miss out on like a little birthday party on the weekend of a friend. I just, I had to get past that and just remember that, you know, I have this opportunity as a nurse to work at our hospital, we can even work four hour shifts, which has been amazing mm-hmm. for me to do in the evening. Um, like after dinner, I've been doing that. I mean, I do several a week, as many as I can, um, and still get home by midnight and be able to sleep and be up with the kids. Um, and you know, for me doing that, it's only for a short period of time. And that's what you have to think about when you're paying off debt. It's like, you kind of have to get, you know, if you want to get as radical as you can, it's for a short period of time and you're only doing it until you're debt free. And then just thinking about all of the options that you would have, like for my husband and I, we actually had to sit down and write out, total up the minimum payments that we were paying. So we totaled up his minimum student loan payment, you know, which is more than our mortgage, double our mortgage and mine, both cars five credit cards, you know, that came to thousands of dollars just in minimum payments we're paying every month. And we just started writing out, you know, what would we do with that money if we had no debt? Right. What would you do? You could go on vacation. You could go somewhere every weekend. You could go on a vacation. You could invest. You could give. You could do a hobby. Quit your job. Do something different. Start a business. Move. I mean, they're stay at home with your kids, become a stay at home mom. I mean, if you think of it that way, then you can find your why and your driving force for doing that. And that is something that has kept us going for having so much debt. We need to do that to keep going. Yeah, that's a great, that's a really great way, way to put it because you don't, I never thought about it like that but you're so right. It just opens up so many doors. And like you said, those extra couple shifts that you work, you know, my kids too, he's not going to remember, you know, that I picked up a shift, you know, instead of working every third weekend, I decided to work every other weekend. You know, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's really good. Um, Exactly. And once you see that you are making progress, then for us, that was more motivating. Like after we paid off that first debt and then you see your snowball grow, it's kind of, of like getting a raise and doing nothing like we just were able to pay off we got out of our lease bought a car in cash and paid off our van and we ended up getting you know within just a few months our snowball grew by seven hundred dollars a month and we didn't wow. do anything right. except for just pay off our debt i mean we were not working for that 700 so now you know what i mean it's just right. it's a different way of thinking about it that every time you pay off your debt, you're giving yourself a raise because then you get to keep your own money. And that's not selfish. You get to keep your own money. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a selfish thing. It's like you deserve to do what you want with your salary. And it's, you know, we get paid on Friday morning and then by Friday night, it's all to bills, you know, and that's just not, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, watching, getting paid, and then watching it literally just 
<laughs> leave the house. So what would your, um, so obviously you guys have a lot of student loans for kids or for, you know, people who are just starting college. What would your recommendation be? I think Dave Ramsey says, don't bother with student loans. You make it work, right? Yeah, he does. And I, you know, I kind of thought when I was in high school, I think I kind of thought if that there was no other option rather than take out student loans. I mean, I just thought that went together, a student and a loan. <laughs> I didn't really think that was an option unless your parents had saved up enough, which my parents did help me a, a little bit, but it still is not enough. And I mean, to think of the amount of money that you would need to pay, you know, in full for an undergrad degree, um, I just figured that I would take out loans. Mm -hmm. And then it became kind of like I would take out extra for living expenses because the amount of money that you would make at a part-time job just didn't seem like it was enough. So I would say, knowing what I know now, that it is possible to go to college without acquiring debt and to graduate you know, debt-free. And I wish I would have researched my options a little bit, like, you know, consider a community college or an in-state school, apply for every single scholarship possible or grant available, um, working, you know, full-time during breaks and during the summer, and maybe doing like a work study or living off, off campus or even at home for a little while. I think yeah. that I thought that doing something like that would take away from the college experience and believe me it would not I mean yeah. think about your experience when you get out of college think about graduating debt-free think, think about high what school I think high school pushes you to want to be you know you're your high school student you're living at home and you're so excited to be a new adult and you you're so excited to go to this awesome you know university on campus and do all those all those fun things um, but you can do that, like you said, you can live at home, you can go to a, a you know, a state, a community college, mm -hmm. your options, look at the money. I wish, I think I was afraid of nursing school and I didn't want to invest my time in other things except for nursing school because I really like, I didn't want to be that student who failed and dropped out. And now I have this debt that I don't even have a degree in. So I just took out student loans and 100% focused on nursing school. But now that I wish, now I wish I looked back and was like, okay, did, don't take out as much, work a little bit harder, you know, time manage yourself a little bit better so you could fit in the, you know, those short shifts. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. And not only that, but actually in my nursing program and in my husband's occupational therapy program, on orientation, they warned us about working too yes, much. You're right. They did. I, they did. That's something that never felt strange to me or anything until, you know, a couple of years ago when we really started talking about it. And they, I mean, they warned us, you know, yeah. that that, that scared me. I was afraid. I, yeah. I was working full time as a CNA and, you know, making min basically minimum wage as a CNA. And I was right. like, I don't think I can do this. I'm going to have to take out more student loans. I forgot. They actually, I remember they sang, they're, them saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Yep. And I think you just need to take control and, you know, take it into your own hands and just know that I've read actually studies that working 
part-time actually does help help your GPA because it helps you with your own time management skills and prioritization and you know that it's not you know it's not a negative thing to work during school and it's not negative if you ask your children you know that are getting ready to approach college to work part-time um don't you know don't not do that just because you're thinking that um that it'll be too hard for them right i can see that i think yeah i think i would have been more a little more motivated not that i wasn't motivated but i had all the time because i I work weekends and then vacations and but yep. for the most part I was per diem during nursing school just so I could focus. But mm -hmm. I know I have a, basically I have a car payment every month for of a student loan. So right. Exactly. There's one book by Anthony O'Neill and he works with closely with Dave Ramsey. It's called Debt Free Degree. And I haven't read it yet, but I know it came out recently. So if anyone is, you know, at college age, even if you're in college now, um, I would I would definitely recommend reading that for, oh, cool. for other tips and ideas. So I'll put the link to the both those books that you mentioned in the in the podcast. Okay. So what are some things you do or when you first started to help? I know you mentioned budget and your like grocery bill. Like was there specific things that you like cut out of your grocery bill? Um, like what are some little hints that you could help people better spend their money. So when we first started, we just looked at everything that we were paying for first. And we tried to see if we like, what can we eliminate just to put to debt? Um, so we canceled some monthly things. Like we canceled our gym memberships. Mm -hmm. We canceled our ADT security. We canceled our cable, our Hulu, even though it's not expensive. We just, you know, we thought we're going all in. We're just going to try this. Um, we stopped going out to eat and we're a family of five. So, I mean, that, that's, expensive. You know, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty pricey. We still, two years later, um, don't go out to eat often. If we do, it'll be like my husband and I, it won't be really all five of us just because we'd rather take that $80 and put it somewhere else. But if you still wanted to do well, that enjoy your dinner. <laughs> and enjoy the dinner, exactly. It's more fun eating in our house. Right. Um, but we started meal planning um, and I started shopping at Aldi, which I, I really love Aldi now. Um, it's just a little bit less of expensive um, grocery store in our area. Oh, okay. Um, and we just, you know, just started meal planning and just kind of, it was hard in the beginning and it gets easier as you see the progress. Yeah. I also stopped shopping for online random things. I mean, I don't know what I was even buying, but there was like shipments coming all the time, yeah. <laughs> like from Amazon. I really, I don't even know, you know, what I was buying or just running into Target. I think I didn't think that I had a problem with impulse buying and things like that, but we just kind of cut it all completely out. Um, and then we also kind of increased our income at the same time and started working a little bit more. We started selling little things um, around our house that we were kind of done with, or especially kids stuff. I started doing like a consignment sale in our area with stuff that our kids have grown out of. Oh, that's a great and, idea. Yeah, just as we started, you know, 
just getting more into it, just we kind of got more and more gazelle intense, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And then you, um, you had two vehicles, one you paid off and one was a lease, but then you traded that in, is that right? Or yeah, we actually, um, so we were kind of focused on our other debt. And then what we did is our lease, we knew when the lease was going to be up. So we actually, rather than break the lease early, we had, we had so much debt, other debt, mm. that we were able to focus on that other debt while still paying our lease payment. Um, and then what we did is we actually completely paused our debt snowball and we saved up cash to pay outright for a vehicle in oh. all cash when the lease was up. Okay. So, yeah, I thought that was going to be really, really challenging to like stop putting money to debt and put it into a, a savings account. Yeah. But it actually wasn't because I think we just wanted to start paying back on debt, you know, yeah. so much that we ended up um, just spending like five months um, putting into a savings account. And then when the lease was up, then we turned that car in and then we bought a car. Um, a new car, like a used, a gently used car yep. that we paid for in all cash. That's awesome. That must be like a weight off your shoulders. It was. I mean, it was one of the best feelings ever because we have, I mean, my husband and I have been together for like 16 years. We have always had, you know, car payments. We've always been in debt. And now it feels like, like driving a car that is completely yours is a different feeling. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing. I, my car, I just hit like the under the 10,000, what I owe on it. And I'm getting that, like, I want to pay this car off. I want to pay it off. I want to own it. I'm sick of the, you know, the $500 a month that I'm putting towards this car, which was yes. the first thing I bought when I got out of nursing school. So I was like, I'm making a, I have a big girl job. I have all this money. I want a safe, reliable vehicle to drive me to work. And yeah. now I wish I was like $35,000. And five years later, I'm still pay. you know, it's like, uh, now I have a kid, I have a house, I have a mortgage. And the money that I had available when I first became a nurse is not available anymore. So now exactly. And that's something to that car off. Yes. And that's, I feel like the whole, you know, in the big picture, what happened to us is that we never got a hold of our finances from the beginning. And that's yeah. something that I wish even at 18 years old, even when I was working at the bagel shop, right? you know, it, you don't have to be in your career and be making the money that you, you have a goal to make to understand how to budget. You know, even if you're working somewhere part-time and you're in school and you're making maybe 15000 a year, you can do a budget off of that money. And if we had learned how to do that, we wouldn't have the maybe lifestyle creep, if you want to call it. I feel like every time in the past, you know, 10 years that we've gotten a raise and started making more money, it was gone before we even knew it. Like yeah. We started making more money. We started spending more money. Whereas if we would have had that grasp on it, you know, in college, before we even got into our careers, I think that would have been very beneficial for kind of our financial trajectory. I mean, I'm not sure that we would be where we are now if we would have had a handle on it from a younger age. Yeah, I totally agree. I wish, 
I wish I was, I wish I was, no one ever taught me how to budget my money. My parents mm-hmm. didn't budget. They work paycheck to paycheck. So I just, I, I never knew. And I just, every, when I got money, I spent it. Yes. Yeah. It's hard because things just continuously will keep coming up in life. And even when you start, you know, the debt-free journey and we've had so many things that just keep coming up. And now we have created that gap in our income, which is our debt snowball, where we can kind of cash flow things that come up. But if you're not on a budget and you're living, we were living over our means. I mean, I was going to Hobby Lobby and using my credit card. I don't know what what I was buying or why, but we were living beyond our means. And, you know, what happened too was kind of when I'm a PRN nurse. So when we had our third baby, we underestimated the amount of money that we needed for my 12 week maternity leave. Yeah. And we were kind of living off of our credit cards at the end of that. And that was part of our sick and tired moment. It kind of all happened at the same time. Um, and so I'm thank you know, I'm thankful that that happened and you know, that we'll be in a better financial position moving forward. Um, but so what I was trying to say though, is just don't be discouraged in the beginning. If you do struggle with budgeting, because it's, it's a love worth learning yeah, um, to kind of keep going with it and find what works for you because it will be different for, you know, me and my husband versus you and your husband and kind of who does what, who goes to the grocery, maybe cash will work out better for you, or maybe an app mm-hmm. um, or using your debit card. So you kind of have to just figure out what works the best for you and then stick with it. Yeah. Thank you. I have one more thing, and I think this is the hardest for me, um, so maybe you can shed some light onto it, because I've been listening to the Dave Ramsey podcast, and like you said, you can relate to a lot of people that are on there, um, but one thing um, that I find it's really hard is he mentioned you shouldn't be paying into a 401k retirement until you're debt-free. And to me, I love looking at my 401k and like looking at my husband's 401k and like, look, we may be in debt, but look how much money we have saved. But now he flipped my mind. I'm like, you know what? What's the point of saving money when I'm over here collecting more and more debt? Exactly. So that is something that we really, really struggled with as well. So when we first started, we, we have three 529 accounts for our kids. And we were putting a very small amount in there, but we stopped doing that. And then we stopped contributing to both of our Roth accounts, Mm -hmm. which we were also putting a very, very small amount into there as well. Now we kept my husband's 401k and it actually took me running the numbers to realize that that was doing a disservice to us because of the amount of student loans that we had, our interest rates on that student loans of 187,000, you know, were variable from like 4% up to like 7.75%. And that I had to look and see that, you know, the actual interest that we were paying on all of this debt was over a thousand dollars a month. Well, you're basically just paying interest. We're just paying interest. So if we make a $2,000 student loan payment, $1,000 of that is like just 
going out your window on the highway. It's doing right. nothing. And so I had to actually look at that and then realize that if we stop contributing to my husband's 401k, even though he has a match, it doesn't matter. Right. Even with the match, it was still not beneficial for us in our situation. And taking that money from his paycheck and putting it to our student loans and to our, you know, into our debt snowball has helped us get to where we are now. And also it's kind of a mental thing because how you like to, you know, look at your 401k. Mm -hmm. I think about my retirement a lot because I joke that we're going to retire in like a cardboard box because we have hardly anything in retirement, but think about that motivation. It's in the back of my mind. Like right. that is what makes me even more motivated yeah. to pay off debt because I, mean, I you only have two years at the most. You still have, you know, plenty of time to contribute. And like you said, you have that big snowball, all that cash. Yeah. It's just, it's, I literally listened to that podcast probably three weeks ago and it's mm -hmm. been in my mind like over and over. And now that we're getting our tax, you know, our your time for taxes and I'm looking at that money, I'm like, I really need to bite the bullet and like stop my 401k, stop my husband's 401k, you know, but thank you for that. Yeah, that might be your um, like your switch to get it yeah. started too, because once it stopped, it's like a ticking time thing, you know. And then that might be that motivation because I know we kind of put it into higher gear too when we did that. So, well, thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. I've been waiting to talk to you. I think I reached out to you in like November, and you broke yes. the leg, and I was <laughs> like, oh no. And I had other people reach out, and I was like, no, I really wanted to talk to you because you're a nurse, your husband's in the healthcare field. You guys understand where we're coming from. Yes. Um, and you're making me feel like I'm I'm on the right track. I, I, me and my husband sat down like two months ago. We made out this list, you know, our all our debt. And we just, like you said, we need to bite the bullet and we just need to like start really, really focusing on. So. Absolutely. And it's kind of a weird thing that you're doing too, because you're going like against the grain. Like I know for us, we're going, we're doing something completely opposite of like everyone around us and which is totally fine, but you need to be connected up with people and have a support system. And for us, it's definitely on Instagram. I mean, there's yeah. thousands of people that are in the debt-free community that are you know, doing the same thing that you are that are like-minded people and they really, they give you new ideas and just new motivation. And that is one of the driving forces of our debt-free journey. So it, you know, it's okay if you don't have people in your personal life that understand you can really reach out to the digital world and get connected with other people that will help you facilitate, you know, the direction that you want to go. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. So people can find you at debt free weirdos on Instagram. Do yeah. you have any other, I'm going to link the total money makeover and the debt free degree. Do you have any other um, platforms you guys use? Any other resources that you'd like to mention? Um, I kind of just started a YouTube channel recently, so I can oh, definitely awesome. give you a link for that. It's just debt free weirdos on YouTube. Okay. And I'm just going to really just, put it out there and, um, just talk more, you know, on my Instagram, I actually share like down to the penny, like our actual numbers, how much we pay, where we're at, you know, for each student loan for everything. And I've just found that I'm getting so many 
DMs from people, not even in the debt-free community, but just DMs from people out there that feel very hopeless about their situation. Like they mm-hmm. feel like it's like looking at a mountain that they would never be able to become debt-free or pay this off. And it's kind of like holding them back from living their best life. And I completely feel that because that's exactly how we felt. That's mm-hmm. the exact way that we felt. Yeah. So I, you know, just that number. Yeah, just going to talk about it um, a little bit more. I started that YouTube, so I will give you the link for that too. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking your time today. I think a lot of people will be able to relate and hopefully start making those baby steps and changing their lives, live a better life. You know, um, I love being a nurse. Um, yes. I don't want to work 50 hours a week for the rest of my life. This is exactly. crazy. Exactly. You know? Me either. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. You're delightful to talk to. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. Please give it a five-star review. Share it with your friends. Um, If you have anyone who you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can message me on Instagram or on Facebook. Just go out there, be your best self, work hard, Um, stay tuned every week for a new episode. Thank you guys so much.